Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. I want to start off this podcast by apologizing for last week's uh, episode not going live. We didn't even record it. I don't know what Clay said on Twitter because I don't have Twitter anymore. Uh, Clay, I don't know what you told him. Well, uh, <laughs> I actually had a listener reach out to us. Wanted okay. to make sure if everything was okay. Uh, Raphael, I know nice. you're listening. Thank you for you know checking in on us. Shout We're out, fine. I just said that uh, we were we were both kind of busy. You know, I was yeah. at the river and doing all sorts of stuff anyway. So uh, so we decided not to not to record, and we're just gonna catch up here. You know, there's not much news anyway, but you know yeah, how it true. is. We always we always tend For to. Sure make it last at least an hour yeah so for the longest time as you guys know we were uploading on sundays because clay had got a different job and our schedules just weren't working out well he's changed stuff recently and we're able to record on thursdays i asked him if we could record on thursdays because i'm trying not to work on the weekends just to have relaxation time for anxiety but um that's my anxiety is like i don't give a fuck so uh it's been kind of out of out of control so we literally tried to record thursday friday and saturday and even question Sunday, and my anxiety was like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this. And um, I will say, I for anybody that doesn't follow me on TikTok or anything, uh, if you are somebody that battles with anxiety or panic or anything like that, uh, don't feel scared to reach out. I went to therapy for the first time this weekend, uh, yesterday. So um, it was very, it was a great experience. I'm trying to implement some of the things that my therapist suggested. And I'm hoping in the future, this will just be something in my life that I was just like, Oh, remember that time you used to have anxiety that fucking sucked. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. So yeah, like I mentioned, there will be times like that. I just can't record. And I think it's best that you take care of yourself instead of trying to force shit. And um, I guess we got lucky by the Batman news gods because yeah, there wasn't shit. Like this literally just so happened to be an off week for comics. Like it's only annuals. Yeah. So we were just like, okay, like, uh, let's fucking, that's cool. So um, we're going to talk about that. And the, we're going to talk about last week's comics, which, to be honest, weren't that great, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but we do have a lot of news. Uh, one of the first things we want to knock out of the way, because it's kind of old already, um, but Batman is reshooting uh, some scenes for uh, with Robert Pattinson and, oh man, I'm freaking it, Colin Farrell. As yeah. Penguin, uh, they're going to be shooting in Glasgow. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is more like car chase scene stuff or maybe the ending of that scene because that's the only time we see them in the trailer. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, although that freaking movie has been like under wraps so hardcore, I don't think we're going to see anything from it. Um, unlike... Another movie we're going to talk about that has shown a lot of shit that we're seeing, but we'll get to that in a little bit because that's the bigger talking point. So, yeah, there was just, um, you know, random reshoots. Not really much we can say there. That's just going to that's just an update. Um, I think one of the more interesting things that Clay sent to me during uh, the time that I wasn't able to look at anything was there is going to be a Joker manga. Now, I'm tired of Joker shit, but a manga has my interest. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so I I knew about this even last year. They had they had released this article uh, in Japan that stated that they were making two mangas. One of them being Batman Justice Buster, and the second one uh, called Joker. And this story that this manga has to deal with 
is Batman gets thrown into a vat of toxic waste. And you would think, oh, no, he's becoming the Joker. No, he actually turns into a baby. And the whole premise is that Joker needs to raise Batman to become Batman. So that way they can still go about their old ways because that's all Joker cares about is, you know, being with Batman and fighting Batman and screwing with Batman. Well, he can't do that if Batman is a baby. So he's going to raise this child to become Batman. And it just sounds like a crazy freaking book. Now, I believe if you go to the article that I sent you, Juice, Mm-hmm. And uh, I th- I think even because I sent it, it was a random tweet from yeah. from the creator or whatever. Somebody in the comments was like, hey, there's some pages that are already up. Uh, so it's n- unfortunately not translated yet. But just okay. looking at the art and looking how crazy this thing is going to be. It's something that I'm most likely going to purchase first day it becomes translated. And into a physical copy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm totally down because it sounds ridiculous. And I'm like, but that's anime. Like anime is ridiculous. <laughs> and like as much as like we can say comics are ridiculous, I do feel like American comics are they try to be as realistic as possible if they can. Like the crazy shit that happens. They try to make it like, oh, it's a mystical god that provides these powers and the universe, you know? But with manga, it's like, no. It is this fucking ultimate dragon power that lives inside this thing from multiple millennia that was wished upon by a slime. Like, it's like, what? But it's still awesome. So, somehow it works. Somehow it works, you know? Yeah, it's it's insane. But um, yeah, that piqued my interest. So, I will totally also buy that when it comes out um, to, to read it. I wonder how long do you think it's going to go for? I don't know. It really, so the crazy thing about manga, cause it just recently happened to about two or three books that I personally read. Um, if a book is not selling, mm-hmm. just like how in comics, they're like, Hey, this book isn't selling. We're going to, we're going to cancel it. But, in comics, if a book isn't selling, they cancel it, give it a new writer, and then they keep going with it, right? In manga, you either are selling millions of copies or you need to find a new book to write. It's not, hey, we're going to try to revamp this story. So if Joker does not hit with people, they will just be like, hey, let's cut it at its knees. It is what it is. It did a good you know, mangas are weekly. That's that's the crazy thing. Yeah, they are weekly. So usually when they are released, there's already like maybe 12 chapters already written, maybe 10, yeah. whatever. Um, so it'll probably have a good enough uh, space for maybe one volume to be released. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't sell then it'll get cut at the knees digitally at like maybe 20 chapters. Yeah. So so that's usually how long a manga can last if it's not selling. It's about 20 to 25 chapters. So 20 weeks. 
Yeah. Um, I haven't really had to experience this because I don't really buy a lot of mangas, although they did stop printing High School DXD, which does piss me off because it only got to 11 volumes and I really wanted to see the rest of it. Um, although that is a light novel. So yes. I'm very curious if DC will ever let people do light novels for their characters and then see if those do really well, if they'll translate them to manga. That would be interesting. I never really considered light novels for DC. Yeah. I mean, well, they do those random books. Yeah. I was going to say technically those would be technical light novels, I think. Yeah. But just in a different They're capacity. considered novels in yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're pretty hefty, though. Like, the books are pretty thick. Yes. I don't know how many pages a light novel... I mean, I have some light novels on my shelf over here, but I don't know how many pages a light novel has compared to a regular, like, American novel. So, um, yeah, that'll be very interesting to see. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'm down for a fucking... For this Joker manga. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but going on to the one bit of news that got me... Got me kind of sad, and I'm kind of annoyed with this. Um, but I was kind of expecting this. Batcat has been delayed, and it's taking the summer off. Yeah. And I thought something was kind of weird when they decided to push the uh, the annual to December. But I was kind of like, oh, it's going to be a Christmas annual, so maybe it just fits better around that time. But then they dropped that they're fucking taking the summer off. and. My thing is, is I'm wondering if Clayman is just drawing some crazy ass shit that he needs weight. He needs, which is insane. He needs even longer than a year and a half because he had all of 2020 to work on this. This was supposed to come out yeah. in 2020, January. And we're fucking in July of 2021. And we've only gotten what? Four issues, five yeah, issues, four issues. Um, and so that's pretty insane that Clayman, I mean, he's an amazing artist. Like that book is gorgeous, but still like it's, that's a long time. Like you would not be a mangaka in Japan if you took this long. Like it just yeah, wouldn't, no, it wouldn't no, happen. Not at all. And um, so unfortunately, Batcat is going to be delayed. I think the next one is scheduled for August, right? Yes. Or something yes. like that. Te it's um, technically, I think because we, we got one last month, right? We got a yeah. Batcat last month. Uh, yeah, yeah, in May, yeah, yeah. Well, so, two months ago, well, we're in July, but it, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, 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 but we did not. Have we not gotten one in June at all? Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we got uh the the Harley Quinn one. Maybe we did then. I don't know. But was because, that five or was that four? I'm pretty sure that was four. Huh. Because the when I saw people talking about it, it technically is only like a three week delay, and we're not getting one in June, uh, in July. That's the only difference. It skips hmm. one month. That's it. Well, but I it's mean, by it's it's bi monthly, but we skip one of the months that it's supposed to be in. So wait, when did it officially become bi monthly? Uh, if you listen to Tom King's interview with uh jim is that his name jim yeah, from, yeah. Uh, i haven't listened to any of those pod has he been on that podcast in a while uh he was there so with the new job i can finally listen to podcast again uh, uh he was there maybe a month ago oh shit. And, i haven't and, listened to a podcast in forever 
yeah, he he actually talked about it a little bit. It is okay. like all of his books are bi-monthly now. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I'm curious if it's just for the artist's sake or if he's changing some stuff. Um I'm not I'm not entirely sure just because like how well prepared he was as far as like, hey, this book we've been planning for X amount of months, and this book we've had this writer or this artist for you know finishing up like seven issues at a time yeah. or whatever it was so i'm i'm really curious what ends up like and, and don't get me wrong i'm sure these other artists aren't doing more than just one book yeah right but at the same time i'm looking at clay man and i'm just thinking what other book does he have now yeah. it could be hey you need to do these books for like a year down the road and we're yeah. just now planning it you need to do character design you're doing covers whatever i'm not sure how everything plays out like behind the scenes but the the artists that usually get onto tom king's books mitch doc man and fornes or fornes yeah, i think fornes yeah think. These guys aren't on any other books. Like, they really aren't. They only work with King. So it, it would be really interesting just to be at the table when they're discussing how a delay happens. You know? Yeah, and I wonder, like... Because I don't think you would really get that problem with, like, the publisher aspect of it. So I would think it's always delayed because of the creator team. Unless we do know they took two months off because of Future State. Yeah, so and I could also delay. see the publisher could also just be like, hey, we don't necessarily like how this is turning out. Can you change this? You know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure publication can change it a bit. Yeah. Or editorial, not necessarily publication. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a thing. Um yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I was really enjoying the story. And the, I mean, obviously, I love Tom King. So I, I want to. Oh, my God. I was supposed to be waking up right now. Uh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit. We were supposed to be starting the podcast right now. But I was like, oh, we can do it early. God damn. That scared the fuck out of me. Um, let me make sure my because uh, I think I had two of them on. I had another one on for two minutes later. Nice. Um, but anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just kind of sucks. Like. Because that was the only Batman book I was looking forward to. Because Detective, in my opinion, is starting to go kind of downhill. A lot of people have been saying that. A lot yeah. of people have, have had this idea that... Uh, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Tamaki. Uh, Tamaki is not necessarily... like She has this good thing going for her, but she's not really putting in anything into it other than like, hey, there's this... like. I think more so she's prolonging it. Yeah. Uh, and she's, she's throwing in like this really weird, like alien thing. And we'll, we'll talk about it yeah, because it sure. was the last week's books, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, I have honestly dropped almost every DC book, uh, except for yeah. the ones for this podcast, because comic book Legion is on hiatus. So I'm not reading anything else. I am literally only reading Batman books and then reading digital first for uh, for weird science. Uh, is Superman still Bendis right now? No. Uh, oh, okay. uh, Superman, his last action 
uh, issue was uh, Phillips. Mm -hmm. The next action series is coming out uh, next month with Tom Taylor. So that is one I am going to be buying monthly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So anyway, so yeah, Batcat's delayed. Um, On the topic of Batcat, the scandal of Batman eating the Meow Meow is still going on. Um, that was our last podcast since we didn't do last week. Uh, so this thing's been going for over two weeks. Over three weeks. two weeks. This should have died. It really, yeah. it almost did. Mm-hmm. It almost went completely dead. And then again, WB, I feel like WB only gets in their own way. Oh, yeah. That's, that's especially the, lately. Yes, 100%. Because there's another story that we're going to be talking about right after this yeah. uh, that I feel like could have very well been avoided. So this whole Batcat thing, mm-hmm. WB decides a week, a whole week after everybody had kind of calmed down from the first article and everything else to hit Zack Snyder with a copyright strike. Yeah. And take down the image. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, it was a Frank Miller-esque Batman eating out a Catwoman. Yes. Um, I and, saved the photo just because it got taken away. <laughs> so another thing was people were saying that this people were Google like Google image searching the mm-hmm. photo or the or the art piece, and there was none like it. So somehow they think that Zach basically commissioned this nice. one piece just to put it out there. Yeah. Uh, if that is so, I think that's hilarious. That's awesome. But also, he like he's the one that posted it on Bureau. And of course, all of his fans were like, oh, hell no. Yeah. So they had also saved it and they made it trend again nice on twitter yeah, i don't know where i found it but yeah i found it and i saved it i was like yeah i was like i'm just gonna hold on to that um but yeah i mean like i said it got to my favorite news person on youtube philip defranco to make something a joke out of it um i've seen uh, somebody i was working burp uh somebody i was working with on the uh dc ambassador program who is um london who she has the batman channel on oh, yeah, YouTube, yeah. the uh, I forget. Oh my god, uh, everything. Oh my god, Batman. I'm forgetting the channel, her name. But if you type in London Batman, she's like one of the better Batman channels on on YouTube because she has so much knowledge on it. Um, she did a video about this, and she was all like, she was all I've covered. She was like, my best videos on YouTube are of Batman fucking people. So like, here are other people that Batman <laughs> has totally done this with. You know what I mean? Kevin Smith fucking talked about it and he was like of course batman fucking does that there was people on tiktok that made a series of like okay well if uh let's see other heroes who may or may not do it yeah and they had like a seven video like freaking playlist of like this became a thing and i think it's a little ridiculous the way it happened because not only did it hit you know just kind of our corner of like nerdum yeah but conan Mm o'brien was interviewing will ferrell and will ferrell was like hey by the way i am you know filming a movie i can't really talk much about it and conan was like all right that's fine that's fine and he's like actually it's batman 
oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's Batman, and he's going to go full frontal oral on, on Catwoman. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, that started trending. And that's when I saw most of the people say none of this would have happened if WB would have just, like, let it go. Like, yeah. Like, at least make a joke at yourself and then let it go. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been on SNL. Like, that just seems, that screams SNL. It does, but do you think it might be a little too raunchy for SNL? No. SNL has done some. SNL makes, like, mentally, like, they make fun of disabled people and shit at times. So, like, it doesn't really matter. Because, like, I know that one of my favorite skits was when Childish Gambino was on there. And he's trying to have, like, pillow talk with his girl. And she makes, like, an offensive joke. And he's like, whoa, that's offensive. Like, they know how to play it off and shit. So, like, I think they could easily do that. Um, And then they're so, like, out there, you know? It would probably be, like, a weird thing of, like, one of them would be dressed up as Batman and Catwoman would show up. And then, uh, you know, she'd be like, they'd probably get into an argument. And he's like, I told you, I just don't do that. And then, you know, something like that. And she'd be like, that's why we're always fighting. And, like, you know, they could easily do some stupid shit like that. So I'm very surprised. Like, you just make Pete Davison Batman for some reason. Make him Batman and some other chick Catwoman and just do a stupid bit. The fact that people were using Christopher Nolan's uh, Harvey Dent line, either die a hero or live live long enough to see yourself become the villain for this whole thing was hilarious as well. Yeah, I I, I couldn't stop laughing. Insane. Um, There is a petition out there if you want to sign it um, to make this happen. But I think at this point, you know, we talked about it during that podcast. Just just let it happen. People are going to make fun of it till the end of time now. Like every time Batman comes out, you know, when, when if there's not like a sex scene or something hot and steamy happening between Catwoman and Batman in this new Batman movie, that's going to be the joke. The it's, instant go to. Yes. Joke. Yes. It's going to be the first thing everybody thinks about. Mm hmm. And um, and then, of course, the nerds are going to be like, well, technically, in this first movie, she's actually not Catwoman yet. So uh, it doesn't even matter. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, that is still alive and fucking raging on the Internet. And it's going to be the go to joke. It's going to be the fucking John Cena. I can't see him joke, which I fucking hate. And the Scarlett Johansson being an Asian character joke. Like, oh, yeah, those. yeah. <laughs> Although I still make the Tilda Swinton one, all right? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, just because I hate Marvel for doing that. But still, um, like, that's just the biggest thing. But anyways, moving on to the last bit of entertainment news we have here, that again, just WB can't catch a break on this. Nope, they can't. Because the rumor that I've heard is this. So there was to set this up, there was a Flash video that got leaked that showed a lot of concept art, and it actually has Ezra Miller... And the director, um, fuck, Andy Muschietti. Yes. I always forget his name. Uh, I would just say it guy. Uh, but they're talking like it's like an actual promo. This looks like it's, something that could have been a, a fandom. fandom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is saying. Even I think it was Daniel RPK, and no, that's yeah. uh, that's somebody we haven't talked about in a while. He said, "Yeah, that was fandom footage." Yeah, so that's insane that they would let somebody leak like that. Because that's three months. Well, technically now, yeah. Because we are recording in July. When it happened, it was technically still June. But 
freaking four months out, three months out. Yeah. And you the, already have that stuff leaking. That's the insane. rumor is a disgruntled WB associate leaked this. And, you know, I feel like that's always the go to. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. like at my job with, that I used to work with with Clay, I had secrets I could have easily leaked on that place because it's so <laughs> shit. So I can understand if you're pissed at a boss at your job so much. And you're like, you know what? I got access to this fucking thing. But like at my job, I would have just got fired. But at a production studio where you probably sign NDAs, I'm very curious on how that happens. Yeah, I'm like, man, like what kind of fine are we looking at? Like, you know, yeah. or lawsuit or whatever. So the video is about a minute long. Yeah. Uh, I found a copy of it and I was like, you know what? I'm saving it just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like you said, it showed concept art. It showed uh, freaking Ezra being very, very enthusiastic about his role as the Flash. But it had Andy talking about like what the concept of the movie is yeah now a lot of people apparently say that andy is an individual who is sometimes sarcastic in his interviews uh there was one line that didn't really rub me the right way but because people are now saying that he may be a little bit more sarcastic i can understand okay this is just him being funny uh there was a moment in the video where he says oh there's gonna be a um something about uh an alien uh and it showed a photo of uh keaton's batman the flash and there's this like caution sign that keeps saying spoiler yeah uh that pops up in these concept arts and he says there's gonna be a like short-circuited superman with two idiots and i'm like did he just call Batman an idiot? Yeah. Like, so, I can kind of understand Flash being an idiot, mm-hmm. but why would you call your hero, the star of the movie, an idiot? Yeah. I think the Flash is going to be DC Spider-Man, opposed to making Blue Beetle, who should be the Spider-Man of the group. Yeah. Um, I think Flash is going to be that character. Because um, you're getting somebody who I think did really well with it, although Clay didn't watch half of the movie. Um, (laughs) because he was scared but like he does really well with that that type of character because i think those are some of the besides stranger things were some of the best well-acted children in a movie yeah um for it and uh i think ezra's just a big kid and that's what they're gonna go with with flash and you know some people are gonna be like that's not like flash but i'm like dude this is the comedy relief character for this group he's gonna do some badass shit but he's just the dork. Like, it's just who he is. And um, I I could see the idiot line for Batman just based on one scene from the old Batman movies. And that's the, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Like, that scene. I don't know why that instantly comes to my, eye, my mind. Well, some people have said that, like, oh, he may be an idiot in the sense of, like, well, he doesn't know anything about this world or the multiverse. Yeah. And if that is so, like, it's very, and I apologize for my dog. Um, it sounds like your dog's gotten a lot bigger. <laughs> he has gotten a lot bigger. Um, but the the weird thing about that comment that people are assuming, hey, he doesn't know anything about the multiverse, 
makes it even more odd, if that's the right phrasing, when people are assuming that Keaton is going to become this Nick Fury-esque character for the DCEU. Because if that is so, he shouldn't be an idiot and he shouldn't be like if he is an idiot then he shouldn't be mentoring anybody yeah you know it's just very weird people are making their assumptions on who the second idiot is if keaton is not that person yeah um people have said oh they're trying uh they're actually going to be putting cyborg in the film Uh, could it be grant gustin they have confirmed that grant is going to have a scene okay uh, that was confirmed, I want to say, like two or three weeks ago. Uh, it, it has been confirmed that he will have a scene. Probably they will have the same scene that happened in Crisis, but just like on Urza's side of like what happens before. Oh, that would be interesting, though. Even though I didn't really care for that scene, but yeah, that'd be kind of cool. If they do it, like if they do it that way, I think it would be kind of cool. Like it wouldn't be... Like it would still be new footage because you would have to like show the camera in Urza's like yeah. perspective but or whatever. Just to throw this out there, because I know we shit on DC a lot for not planning, that was Jim Lee's idea to be like, yes, hey, do you want to use this? So if they were thinking about this years ago, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. I think that is that is really cool. Um people have thought, hey, maybe they're calling Ben Affleck the other idiot. Uh, that was confirmed because Ezra in the interview says Batman's Batman. Yeah, he was like, yeah. there's multiple Batman in this movie. Yeah. So confirmation there, which was good. And a lot of people are also saying, hey, if you notice, there wasn't a whole lot of Ben Affleck's Batman in the concept art. Just just be aware that he may not be in the movie as much as you guys want him to be. Um, I assume I always assume that it would just be like the Flashpoint ending where he... Yeah like shows up at the very end and he tells them about everything that happened. But I don't know. Uh, I think, I don't even think he'll be in the suit. I think, think he'll so? just be Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I um, could see that. I could yeah. see that. Um, uh, with, we, we've seen photos of uh, Keaton's Bruce yes, though. Yes. So that got released. Uh, the, well, not the, released, but the classic uh, Bruce Wayne widow's peak that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, head full of hair, you know, that's clearly yeah. a wig, but it's a head full of hair. Um, we got to see Supergirl and Flash's ridiculously large ring, which I still, I'm still bothered by. If you, oh, I haven't if, seen that. If you look at some of the set photos, uh, he has it on his left hand, mm-hmm. uh, almost like a wedding ring, actually, if you mm-hmm. look at the photo. And the ring looks like it's a ring pop. And it's okay. just like huge on his. I'm like, how would anybody not notice that you're wearing a flash ring? Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, what? I wonder what that's for. Uh, I'll people, probably be a joke about it. Yeah. People are also making the assumption that uh, Andy Muschietti will actually use uh, Hank Pym in the oh. sense of like, hey, maybe um, his Pym particle or not Hank Pym. Holy shit. I'm freaking thinking of Marvel now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, was say, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Marvel. That's but, Marvel. Uh, but the, uh, the Adam, the Adam. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his. Because uh, I'm thinking of freaking uh, Ray Palmer, but I'm. Mm-hmm. But that's not who was in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. But Ray uh, Palmer is technically the Adam, or Ray Palmer's character is still. Yeah. Yeah. What's his but, actual name? 
The, what do you mean? The fucking Adam's real name. It's Ray Palmer. That is the first Adam. Brandon Ralph is the guy that played. Okay, yeah, never yeah. Mind. Brandon Ralph like, is the... that was his name. <laughs> I was all like, yeah, Ray Palmer. Okay. No, uh, yeah, I, I forgot the guy who takes up the mantle. The Asian of, guy. Yeah, yeah. He he was in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, yeah. People are assuming that he will be like have something to do with the ring. Mm-hmm. along with Wayne Tech. Like, they will work together in order to make Flash's ring. Um, if that's the case, I think that is pretty cool. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, otherwise, I mean, we'll see. I'm, overall, with this movie, I'm not really thinking about everything in the past. I just want to see how they're going to make this work. Yeah. And to see wh- how it's going to be moving forward. Because um, all these other films look like they're, there are four movies in production right now. Yeah, Batman's doing extra stuff. Shazam. Shazam suits look cool. Not gonna they lie. look sweet. And they got the hot sister to be they Mary got Marvel. Grace. Yeah, they got Grace. And the reason, do you, did you see why, though? Nah. So the other girl um, had a very interesting, I will say, uh, Instagram post on January 6th. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you for posting that then, lady. You're the only <laughs> Trumper person, if that's the case, that I appreciate because that is she should have never been cast. Hey, guys. So this is a random cut in the podcast, but I wanted to go ahead and clarify something here because I knew nothing about the Shazam stuff while I was editing. I decided to look it up uh, just to just see what happened because Clay mentioned it was something about the whole January 6th stuff. And it turns out that this might be a big miscommunication and it might not even be the reason why she's fired or it was the reason why she was fired. But just to clarify, Michelle Borth, I think is how you say her last name, was just made a post on January 6th acknowledging the death of the one woman that died during the Capitol riots or whatever. And it seemed like she was being more sympathetic to the loss of life, but not necessarily being for the cause because if you go look at a lot of her instagram her instagram has like black lives matter lgbt stuff all of this other jazz so it seems like she's a pretty you know open-minded person and maybe she was just fearing the loss of life i cannot speak on that 100 but that's kind of the vibe it gives off and a lot of people are saying that's where she was coming from like look at the rest of her instagram it just doesn't add up and uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw this correction in here because, you know, we obviously never want to paint anybody in a bad light that shouldn't be painted in a bad light. And yeah, it also it's very possible that that wasn't even the reason that she might have not even been fired for that reason, um, because like me and Clay have said before, when it comes in regards to Shazam, the older sister should have just always been Mary Marvel. They shouldn't have got another actress. So maybe WB realized that they were like, look, she's old enough now. Like we'll just change up her makeup and bada bing, bada boom. Like she can play both parts. And uh, I think that's a better decision because I was never for them changing the way she looked uh, in the first movie. But yeah, anyways, I just wanted to make that clarification uh, just so people don't think anything wrong of this actress because yeah, after reading her message and stuff, it doesn't seem like she was promoting it. It was probably just bad timing. And like I said, it might might not even be for that at all. Like WB be like, yeah, we're just gonna go with this girl because you know, she's already on the payroll, who knows? But yeah, just wanted to clear that up. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. No, no, not at all. And I will say, Grace looks amazing in the suit. Yeah, she, she looks fantastic. She looks great. So there's Batman, Flash, Shazam, and Black Adam. 
but Black Adam is already like only a week oh, away. You forgot Aquaman. And Aquaman. Aquaman just started though, so there's yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh insane. So, you know, COVID pushed a lot of this shit back, but it's exciting. Uh to end to wind down on this flash news though, um, rumors are, and I didn't see this in the photos, but that there was possible Wonder Woman stuff. Yes. So there was a photo of this. I need to find it and send it to you. In Central City, there is a bus Mm -hmm. with Wonder Woman on it, basically saying that she is going to go to a hospital to like, like just how Gal Gadot did in real life, uh, go to a children's hospital and show up as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman in Central City is going to be like at a fundraiser or something just like, hey, you know, basically showing you, hey, this is a part of the universe, you know, because we haven't really had that outside of, of course, Justice League and Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, Aquaman didn't really touch up on anything other than the fact that like, hey, you fought Steppenwolf Mm -hmm. and Shazam kind of referenced Batman versus Superman. But that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Having her like her face is literally on a bus. I I I found that very very interesting. There is a concept art that uh, in the video has the Flash like either tossing up a whole bunch of babies or trying to capture them. He looks like he's catching them, but yeah, it's a (laughs) fucking weird ass photo. Um, Yeah, so it looks like they also they're changing up his electricity. It looks like they're gonna give him the classic yellow. Yeah, they're Which giving him cool. yellow boots. They're going to yeah. give him the classic yellow uh, lightning, it looks like. There was some photos of the Batcave. Mm-hmm. Those looked actually really freaking cool. Classic Batcar was in yeah. there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the, the movie looks like it's going to be exciting, but is the execution going to be good? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, so we'll wait and see. I'm sure we'll lose our shit when the trailer drops. We're like, oh, my God um but will it be good that's the thing um so yeah that's that's everything we got going on with the entertainment news and uh yeah so to to even taking a week off we didn't really miss much so um it is what it is but moving on to comics i'm just gonna say the only thing i liked out of this week and which wasn't even not i like nothing from last week i only like catwoman this week from this week yeah that's it yeah, I mean, I kind of like just because I'm a big Connor fan, mm-hmm. I did like Robin. You know, okay. they did have a conversation, you know, kind of like, oh, well, my dad does this or my dad did th- does yeah. this. They did have a little bit of like a connecting moment. But what kind of ruined it was the League of Shadows were like, hey, you're not supposed to be friends with him. Fight. Yeah, that's what I didn't like. And yeah. I was just like, why? Like, that was so stupid. Um, and then, of course, we see like Ra's al Ghul at the end and he's like oh yeah. i i will show you where i've been or whatever the last time we saw raz was in the outsiders when he was trying to like freaking Destroy make an the earth whole world yeah, yeah make an earthquake of the entire world or whatever yeah 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 like it was just i don't know man it's just so hard for me to believe these like childhood best friend stories in comics you know they work in anime because I'm seeing the start of the story and then eventually there will be the end of the story. But in comic books, 
there's been 80 years of this and you're trying to get me to believe that there's this friendship between these characters just now, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I was like, Connor's already had this huge history and green arrow and Batman have never really liked each other. Like they're always no, at odds. No. End. And, and, and I mean, depending on what you read, Batman's fucked his girl before. So like, that's you true know, also, but the really big thing about Connor is this is quite possibly the first like actual introduction to the character for a lot of readers that are reading comics right now, yeah. because Connor has not been in comics since before infinite crisis. Yeah. Which was 2009, 2008. And who's his mother? Because it's not black canary. Um, let me actually look that up real quick because Connor's a person of color. He's half. Right, because he's fucking yes. brown in this book, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, like that's just kind of kind of weird. I don't remember who his mother is. I think so. She his might... mother is Sandra Moonday Hawk. Says here, it's common knowledge that Connor's dad is the original Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, but the few people know that his mom is Sandra Moonday Hawk, a woman Oliver met long before his even his Green Arrow days, while he was still in college. Yeah, so. And they played that out in the show. Um, so it was, uh, you know, it's it pretty interesting. But yeah, Robin, I just wasn't, meh, it was just meh to me. I didn't like yeah. the last issue much either. So I'm just kind of like, I'm not buying it. Like, it's just not for me. Well, and, and that's what I've been telling everybody. This is Joshua Williamson. He was on The Flash for literally 100 issues. Yeah. And everybody dropped off of that book. Like, issue funny enough issue 50 yeah. uh so it's really odd how like tom king said he wanted a hundred issue run got cut off at the knees at 75 but people hated him for issue 50 yeah while the flash it was dead in the water by 50 and for some reason dc was like hey keep going for another 50 issues yeah. and people were complaining about hey we need a new writer by that time anyway it was it was so weird how all of that played out, but I was just waiting for him to drop the ball. I'm still a little interested, so I will keep reading it. Uh, but I don't know how long. Like my worry is he has plans for like the whole like sidekicks of the Bat family, so Nightwing, yeah. Red Hood, Cass, Orphan, all of that. Like he has a plan for a story with them. But I'm afraid that this whole tournament arc thing is going to last a little too long to get me to want to even read what's coming afterward. Yeah, I would agree with that. And isn't this supposed to be a Robin that's like a fashion icon? But didn't they say he was going to get like a shitload of costume changes and stuff? I think so. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. So like, I don't know when that's going to happen. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just not I don't really care for Robin anymore, to be honest. Um, I'll just go to read a manga. Um. <laughs> How did you feel about Batman Reptilian? It's stupid. It was stupid. Garth Ennis can write so much better. I don't know what the hell I, I read. This was one of... So, like, I was okay with it for a little bit. But this went into... Obviously, I feel like this person read Arkham Asylum and was like, I'm going to make my Arkham yes. Asylum. And I yes. fucking hate Arkham Asylum. I don't know why people think Arkham Asylum's good, just because it's a Morrison book, I guess. I think 
I think Arkham Asylum is a trash book because pretentious Batman is worst Batman. Like I hate pretentious Batman that fucking thinks he knows the best and all of this shit. Like this is the most snobby ass pretentious Batman. And I fucking hated it. And I was just like, this is dumb. And I was, I just couldn't buy into it. I will admit Liam Sharp's Batman looks pretty cool. But everything else around it just looks horrible. Yeah. I did not like this book whatsoever. The conversation that he has with this, like, just random dude on the roof that he's, like, trying to scare the shit out of to get information made yeah. no sense whatsoever. Terrible. Like, I, I couldn't get into it. I really couldn't. Yeah, I was, at first, I was liking this whole, like, him calling out this rapist dude. And then... Like, cause then they did the self-defense thing and I was like, okay, I get it. Cause that guy was like, whatever. And Batman knew he wasn't going to get away with it. But then he went and goes and he like talks to Alfred and I hated that conversation. And then, yeah, the guy on the rooftop happened, but it was just such a pretentious Batman. And I was just like, oh, this fucking sucks. And like the one thing I've always like appreciated about Batman is he doesn't underestimate anybody and he never thinks he's like the best. Like, yeah. He knows he is deep down because he's trained so much and that's how he's able to fucking survive. And he has to be the best or he's going to die. He's got no powers, but he never is like, you're better than me or I'm better than you or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this one, I just, I didn't like it. And it was just like, all right, whatever. But yeah, it just felt like I'm trying to be in the Arkham Asylum universe and I hated it. So I was like, do not care. (laughs) <laughs> move on um but i was kind of excited because i thought it was going to be like this crazy like killer croc type story you know what i mean but i don't know what that all that beginning shit was yeah so i don't even remember was it killer croc that they're building to i already I, stopped caring about this yeah no like in the story you don't even really see what it is yeah. yeah no it, it's just like oh well these it's basically like two two factions like you you know that scarecrow is working with mad hatter and like this goon was working for riddler or penguin and then he went to riddler and then he went to scarecrow and then he like saw all the blood and he freaked out like there were so many things going on within such a small short amount of time like there was two it was information overload and it made it not make sense uh, yeah. So it was really hard to follow, and I was just like, eh, at this point, I'm just gonna look at the art. My God, that Joker, horrible. horrible. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It looked like a child just got crayons and fucking tried to draw a Joker. No, it looked like if Joker was in the universe of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, man, it it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, but. Let's move on to the next thing that um, I with Detective, right? Look, yeah, for the majority of it, the run's been pretty solid. I think I lost interest on page one because of what happened last week. But if this like, yes, I totally understand. And I was wanting to know how they would really confront it in the beginning of this book. Mm-hmm. And they almost act like it doesn't even happen. Yeah. Yeah, because we the for those of you that didn't listen to the last podcast, and maybe you're just listening to this one, uh, at the end of the last detective book, 
this the father that's been trying to go after Bruce and trying to do all this stuff because his daughter died jumps down into the store and he's like Wayne where are you and Batman comes out of nowhere and socks him and just says here and me and Clay hated that about the last book because you just gave away your secret identity in this book Batman must have hit this guy so hard because the first words out of his mouth are you scum Wayne uh that scum Wayne killed my daughter you were at the scene tell me way uh tell me before I break you in two so after he just got punched by Batman after asking Wayne like where are you and Batman responding here he's just like oh I'm so mad I didn't even pay attention to what you said and maybe that's what we're supposed to believe but maybe I'm sorry I'm, yeah, not, I'm just not I'm not entirely I'm not sure it. but I mean this the art I enjoyed the art there's this moment I thought was just ridiculous this woman on a bicycle just randomly is like just uh ends up falling caved in from freaking Mr. Worth. He he is carrying around this freaking bazooka, which I think is absolutely insane. Yeah. This dude is like a freaking character at, at GTA, is just carrying around a bazooka everywhere he goes. Blows up like the sewers. This girl in a freaking like bike is yelling and she's like, Oh my god, that was my third bike this week or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, get the fuck out of Gotham. If that's the case, yeah. Jesus Christ. And we don't really get anything. There's this moment of like, like a uh, lady Clayface being there and like settling worth down and he goes to prison, but like the very next day he's already out and like, he's wanting both Batman and Bruce on a pike or whatever. It's very, very confusing. Uh, this what is his name uh shoot uh, oh, uh like the main guy that's trying to get everybody on his on his no, side yeah hugh vile hugh yeah he you know goes to worth and he's like hey i got a plan of course this is the dude that is infected or whatever yeah we still don't know what's going on with him it looks like the reporter woman is now going to die yeah i mean like there's so much going on and then bruce is like talking in his head narration just like any other batman book but then helena is like hey are you talking to yourself i hated that i was like hated that why yeah why would you even put that in this book like i don't know i i hate when i understand wanting to break the tension whatever helena is not dick grayson yeah like definitely not so grayson would have been funny saying that yeah helena's a stone cold killer like so i she she doesn't do that um and she's not a character you can start making do that like she's always been she's like the female jason todd she always does the wrong thing yes and you can't just make her funny now um the one thing that i yeah the art was good but that handgun was comically large holy shit it's like yosemite sam's freaking yeah revolver this winston guy or whatever the fuck this dad's guy's name is puts a gun to the guy who has the alien in him hugh yeah puts a gun to this guy's head it's as big as the guy's head it has to be like custom made do you know what it looks it looks like freaking hellboy's freaking yes gun that's what it looks like and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what? 
and it was just ridiculous. Um, yeah, Helena and Batman are running through the sewers to because they've been you know set up with dynamite or C four to blow up this reporter. Uh, and what happens is they it looks like they save her, but the C four goes off, and yeah. she's in Batman's arms. It would be kind of crazy for her not to live, but. I'd be kind of down with it. Like you don't get a lot of like dying in Batman's arms, you know, time yeah. panels. And especially we already have two individuals that have died in Bruce Wayne's neighborhood. Yeah. This would be a third. Yeah. And it, like we have gotten a lot as of recently of Bruce wanting like not wanting people wanting Bruce to go to prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of that within the last 10 years, but to literally have him basically like all evidence is pointing towards him. Like coincidentally, I yeah. would be interested to see how Batman gets out of that, how Bruce gets out of that. Yeah. If you want a good story like that, go read Bruce Wayne fugitive. Um, I oh, think it's yeah. a really underrated story. And the thing I like about it is like Superman. I think Superman shows up at one point in that story. And he's like, why aren't you fighting for your like your rights or like, why aren't you beating this? And Bruce is like, uh, leave me alone. And he stays in the bat suit like the whole time. Like he never comes out as Wayne. Uh, even the family's like, what the fuck is going on with Bruce? Like, we got to clear him. Like, we know he didn't do this. And I think maybe at some point they question if he did, which makes it interesting. And it's all surrounded around this woman he was dating and I believe he's caught, like, when she shows up. Like, he shows up, uh, and she's dead. And I think they, like, catch him or whatever. It's a really good story that I think flew under the radar, and a lot of people didn't read. Um, but I think it was pretty solid. I enjoyed it. I bought, I picked them up, like, at a half price bookstore or something like that. Nice. And I really enjoyed those stories. So, yeah, I think there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of good stories like that. And that's why when somebody rehashes something like that, I'm kind of like, Meh. I was like, unless you're going to tell it in a very interesting way, I don't care. It's like Superman's identity being revealed, right? It's been fucking done. We don't done care. Several you times. Uh, it's Oliver Queen losing his fucking fortune. Don't give a shit. Like it yeah. happens all the time. Um, you know, all the same shit. Uh, I, I, I hate rehash stories unless you're going to tell it in a really good way, which I have to say, uh, if we're done with the story, going over to Catwoman. They're rehashing a story, and it's fucking fantastic. Did I call it, or did I call it? Yeah, like, that was crazy. So, now, was this your assumption, or did you say people on the internet were saying this? So, I said it would be really cool, and then I started people saying, hey, what if? Yeah. So, I, for one, we actually have a... I don't even know. You don't even do that podcast anymore. Uh, you had a podcast where you were talking to individuals uh, about yes. their lifestyles. Um, I would prefer I, that to be a video podcast going forward. So I just don't even try anymore. Oh, well, that's so. yeah. I mean, that would be the way to go. Yeah. Um, but I was a guest on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a religious background. So whenever there are religious undertones in comics, I find it very, very interesting. I want to see how, uh, how about they're going about it. Yeah. And I feel like the, religious assassin is a little tropey but i'm mm-hmm. like okay this is a new writer that i haven't really necessarily been uh following 
for years on in because uh, he has been writing for a while. But as far as like new to DC, he's fairly new to DC. Yeah. So I was like, okay, he's bringing in this new character. Let's see how he does this trope. And I've liked it so far. But the only religious-esque characters that I can relate to him would be, of course, John Paul Valley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if they're connected? Yeah. I was For like, those okay. who don't know, that is Azriel. Yes, from, Azriel. Um, that, uh, fuck, what is it called? The story? Uh, Nightfall. Nightfall, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets that really cool black and yellow and blue mecha Batman suit. Mm. Uh, So that's where the thought first came from. And then I saw other people kind of making that same connection. And I was like, okay, maybe this will track and maybe it'll go forward. Or maybe we're just, you know, thinking too much into it. That is not the case. Mm. And there is a really close connection. Yeah. Which I yeah. thought was holy shit. Like this is this is actually really, really cool. Yeah, this is how you build a villain, James Tynan. Um, because this villain I think is fantastic. And I wanna say shout out to John, I mean to fucking Ram V. This is the way you use an annual as well to tell a story like this, I think. Um, because this was this was basically the whole issue surrounded the the saint that is trying to kill catwoman catwoman is barely in this book for the first like two pages and that is it and she just checks up on the guy that he basically mutilated at the last catwoman issue the last catwoman book that's something that is very interesting not anymore usually annuals don't connect to your main story now nowadays they're usually just like a one-handed like hey this is a one shot that we're just gonna put in an annual just for fun yeah, this story actually is viable for the story, and I appreciate that so much. Yeah, Tom Kings are more like this is going to make sense later. Yeah, that's how Tom King writes it, and like, and he does that with a lot of his stories. Like the first Clayman book he worked with was that little Joker story about the wedding invitation. We saw that make so much more sense when we got those one shots about the wedding, and then of yes. course. We saw that little story between Batman and Superman about the white kryptonite, which ended up making sense at the end of his run when he ends up giving it to Gotham Girl, and which is a character they still should bring back. But um, yeah, so Tom King uses his annuals very differently, so they make sense, but they're not like this. This was a genuine, like, you know, you need to read this annual or you're going to probably just miss out on this guy's origin. Which is fine if you don't read this annual because then it's just a mystery. But if you ever wanted to figure out about him, then read the annual. You know what I mean? Um, luckily, they didn't tell a story a la fucking uh, Scott Snyder doing five different one shots and then making it all connect to the damn story of Death Metal. Yeah. You know, and then it, that, then it was like five in the middle and then Death Metal 2. And you're just like, what? how would you even understand this story if you just read the main run? like you know so i don't know this was amazing because we found out that john paul valley's father was asriel before he was yeah and that was pretty crazy so what was happening is there was a lot of people like government agencies were starting to understand about the doom like order of saint dumas and they were like they know about us we need to go underground and you need to kill everybody in the order and we will be reborn and which is fucking insane 
Yeah, which is crazy. But we found out that uh, uh, Valley's dad was basically the mentor to this saint that's been going around to kill people. Carl. Or trying to kill Catwoman. Carl. And he was like, uh, they end up, like, we see that they meet each other at the start of this book, and then he disappears. And then it, it comes to time when he finally comes across Carl again, and he has to kill him. But he was all like, you're the one killing everybody. Like, how could you do this? And this guy, Carl, ends up, he was like, I'll take, I will do it for you. And he throws himself off a building, but he survives. And he uses this as his calling from God yeah. that he survived because God willed it. And, and he, he's like, I will be the reason people pray to you. Yeah. And like such a like malevolent way is just like, hey, it's not because I'm praising you. It's because, hey, I'm going to kill all these people and they will fear me and want you. That's such a sideways fucking way to think about yeah. it. And it's great for this kind of character. Yeah. So <clears throat> we end up finding out that after he like he ends up finding the mole that john or john pavali's dad was supposed to find this whole time uh and he ends up slitting his throat and the you know uh valley's dad is like i knew you would be here i trained you like i expect this and he was like i want to make it right and he gives freaking carl a brand new name and everything to go to america and he gives him the last name valley which is basically it was his adopted son yeah. And what's cool is uh, Azrael essentially got beat by this guy. This guy beat Azrael. And for those of you that don't know, Azrael is not just one person. It is a moniker that people yes. take on from the Order of St. Dumas. Uh, it's like a talent, essentially. And um, so what ends up happening is he stabbed him. But he doesn't end up killing him when he had the opportunity to. And he was all like, if I ever see you again, old man, I will kill you. And Which so, makes me think, if he runs into Azrael... He's going to think it's him. Yeah. And then he finds out that it's essentially his stepbrother. Which would be very interesting if that sh if he shows up in Catwoman. That would be crazy. Like, what if Azrael saves Catwoman? I'm down. Like, this, yeah. again, like, I understand the the biggest complaint from a lot of people, especially for the Batman book, is... Okay, you're just going down the story of Future State, which is a little bit of a cop-out, saying, yeah. hey, this is basically your end goal. Now you just have to get there uh, instead of making one up yourself and then getting to that point. I can understand why people would think that. Here is, hey, we're going to do this story about Catwoman. We're going to go back to her origins in the sense of, like, she was always a character – that you know was in the in the thick of it yeah in within the streets of gotham that's great bringing the kids into the story that's yeah. great the narrows are a big factor which is where she lives yes but bringing it all together to be like hey this is also a part of the dc universe here's more characters helps it out even more yeah i i think bringing Azrael would be really really cool yeah it's it's kind of sad that in half the issues, Ram V has created a better villain than all the villains that are all the new characters that Tinian has wrote in Batman. <laughs> like 
what he created like four of them just in the very beginning of his run back in like issue yeah. 70 something we still was... don't know shit about clown hunter and he's getting a one shot but oh, apparently he's coming back oh when who gives I, a fuck I, I, who knows but apparently i think it's gonna play more into like this whole fear state thing which i think yeah. is stupid it's just like i i don't really care um but yeah ram v is he's killing it compared to tynan i'd rather just swap writers at this point like or you know what just get rid of tynan and just give ram v batman as well i'm right both fuck it um because well, we, like I we just, have batman next week yeah i haven't read that yet neither have um I. but like yeah i don't know i just ram v is i he, this run is on par at the moment, it, I don't think it's as good as Brubaker, but it's got the feel of Brubaker, and I think that's good enough. If you could yeah. be compared to Ed Brubaker, you should take that as a win because he's a fantastic writer. And For sure. uh, I think Ram V is killing it. He is a person of color, right? Ram V? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what his last name actually is. I only ever see it as V. So, like, yeah, no, I, I, have, I, have, his... I don't know what it is either. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So he's killing it. I would love to see more for Ram V. And I just think this was just an, a, f- a phenomenal annual. Um, it kind of makes me wish I was collecting Catwoman this whole time. But, you know, it, I'll buy it in the trades. <laughs> it is what it is. But for the most part, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this week's episode. Clay, what do you got going on, man? So I am actually going to be a part. Well, t- today is the first when we are recording this. In one week, I will actually be uh, reviewing uh, Black Widow live on the Geek First YouTube channel. So go check that out. It's going to be on uh, July 9th. That so you're going to be live watching it? No, we we will most likely all of us will watch it in the morning because I think all of us are going to do premiere access. Nice. So watch it at home. Uh, I know several people are going to be watching it in theaters. So probably after their second viewing, which will be in theaters, that's after that we will record. So it'll be uh, later on at night. So go check that out when that goes live. Of course, I'm always on DC Alliance on the Geek First YouTube channel on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And that is pretty much it. I know that we, uh, we very briefly... Uh, talked about it here um, but fandom is coming up it, it's only three months away we're planning on a huge uh, live stream for that over at the dc alliance uh, podcast so just look for any information hopefully we get a little bit more about like what will show up there pretty soon yeah uh but no that's basically it just dc alliance i hope in three months i can say i'm doing a live stream for fandom uh we'll see it really depends on how this recovery is going with anxiety um but i will say that i'm posting a most did since we didn't do last week's podcast did i talk about the tiktok drama oh no you didn't yeah so yeah so yeah i was making uh jokes about it on the podcast and i swear if people from tiktok were like oh he was making jokes about in the podcast i had not seen anything i had made a joke that i could probably get canceled on tiktok well, some people tried. Uh, it was a very interesting hot topic. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. Just go check out my TikToks. Just look up pronoun videos, and you can just imagine how crazy it got. Um, look, 
Oh my god. So I got scared. Somebody popped off a shitload of fireworks outside my house. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, I was like, oh my god, get down. Uh but fucking yeah, so it was pretty crazy. Uh I had a video pop off for just some interesting reasons. Go check it out. But I've been posting videos since then. It's I will say it was very interesting to be in that situation. And the one thing I can say is now I understand why people sometimes won't address anything because no matter if you address it or not, people have their opinion about you already and they don't give a fuck that you can apologize for anything and everything. Granted, I will say this on the podcast. I didn't apologize. Like that's the one thing. Cause some people are like, Oh, you're, you're apologizing. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a difference between admitting you're wrong and apologizing. Apologizing means you are sorry for the thing you did. I'm not sorry for asking this question and I just did it terribly wrong. I did it in the most poor way possible, but cause I still want to have that conversation because Clay knows this from my other podcast. I want to, I want to talk about random like tough shit to talk about. Cause I feel like people well, are too scared of, nowadays. One of the quotes that you had in one of your TikTok videos is that you are not afraid to ask the stupid question. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people are. Yeah. And I, I think it's something that is, a very interesting take. I am the same way. Uh, and I think more people need to, and not, not ask the stupid question in, in a very offensive way, but yeah. asking the stupid question just because you're curious about said stupid question, you know? Yeah. And like, because those I, answers are not very obvious. No, like some people will get offended by the question of like, why do pronouns matter? You know, depending on how you say it, people can take it very differently because i could be like so i have a question like why why do pronouns matter or i could be like dude really like what the fuck why do pronouns matter like depending on how you say something will get a very different reaction so i think i was what happened in that thing is i made a i was making a point about one thing and i pivoted to a more general idea and that's where i fucked myself so if you want to go see those videos, you can definitely do it because I did response videos that you can definitely check out. And then after that, I was like, guys, I'm not talking about this anymore. Like I've said my piece and it's over because you can't do anything else. Like people label you and it's over. Like that's it. You're done. 421,000 so, views. On yeah. That first so video. that's the that's not the bad video. The videos after that. OK, so yeah, the one after it's but only it, about 132. Yeah. But still. That's the one that got like a lot of like heat. But the previous one just involved the, the one that got a lot of heat involved the person I talked about in the previous video that yeah. blew up. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was crazy, y'all. I will say that. Um, but you know, I fucking take all that shit as a learning experience. It doesn't scare me. You know, people are gonna hate you for whatever. There are people that hate me because I didn't like Gotham. Like, I just, you know, I'm used to this kind of crap. Uh, but I will say that one was different. That one was a very different experience. But anyways, I'm still posting content on TikTok. Uh, definitely go check that out. Um, I am posting a little bit here and there on my YouTube channels just because anxiety has been kind of crazy. If you want to go see a funny video, I will be dropping a, another one tomorrow. But I'm playing this game called House Party, and it is fucking hilarious. So I highly suggest <laughs> you go check it out. This next episode has got some funny, great stuff coming up in it. And... Um, uh, dude, you want to know something I just realized that I did not know I had this? I House Party is a not-for-safe-work game for yes. those people that don't understand that. 
Um, one, apparently, I have the censored version, and you can download the uncensored version for free if you bought the game. So I did that. So episode four or five is probably going to have the uncensored shit, which I still censor it for YouTube, but yeah. I'm saving the uncensored stuff because I think I'm going to make a Patreon for just like really cheap and be like, you guys want to see the uncensored shit, you can watch it here. And yeah. so I'm kind of thinking about doing something like that. But I noticed in my stream uh, or in my Steam account, I had unsa- not safe for work games off, like I to not show up in my library. Oh, and so shit. now I got this whole world of not for safe games that I can play. And I'm like, whoa. So, and the Steam sale happened right now. So I was like, bye, 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 bye. And so I bought all these random games I can do on my YouTube you're, channel. You're so. like a two, you're like a two thousands kid finding new grounds for the very yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody that wants to see some random funny shit in the future, go subscribe to my gaming channel because when I have the energy to make this content, uh, there will be just random fucking funny videos in the future of me playing these games for the first time. So yeah, definitely go do that. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for anybody that reached out to Clay to check up on us on the podcast. Um, And yeah, again, if this happens in the future, I'm pretty sure Clay will tweet it out if we miss an episode. But uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. (laughs) 